we are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture. Hope all is well with you guys. As you guys can see to my left and your right. Oh, I see what you did there. See what you can't see. We've been at this. We've been doing this for no, some time. New to this. No, we're not new to this. We're true to this. Uh, we have none other than Mr. Thibodeau, Mr. Tibbs, yes, sir. Parker. You got any other nicknames? Uh, I do, but you got to have a certain level of membership. Oh, you said membership. Wow, the subscriptions. There's tears. You know what I'm saying? There's benefits. You hear this guy? That's incredible. That's what you got to do with your relationship. I'm just trying to get on your level, bro. Follow me as I follow Christ. You know what I'm saying? Well, we got the guy who's usually behind the camera, in front of the camera with us, uh, to talk about something that I'm truly, 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 truly excited about. I, we actually recorded this episode last year, yeah, and it was supposed to release on the 1st of January, and uh, the quality was boo-boo. It was. You know, uh, Scripture says, mm. uh, okay, man makes steps, uh, but I messed it up. God ordains. There it is. See, I, tr- I tried to make myself big. Like, uh, oh, let me put a scripture. And God was like, you know what? Uh, calm down. He said, let me lower you down a couple of notches yeah. here, humble you. So I just had to sit down. But no, we did, but I mean... You know, we learn from our mistakes and uh, <laughs> we back. We recorded this video on my rooftop while the sun was setting. So as the video progressed, the lighting got terrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like windows behind us and the lights that we used to shine on us was shining bright on the. It was just a, it was, it was a lot going on. It was a lot. And I was like, you know what? That is not how we're going to lead this conversation you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying we don't want to present this news in that matter can't and then what ended up happening so we were trying to get this episode earlier in january Mm -hmm. but life kept happening for those who follow me on socials y'all see i've been around the world and back (laughs) Uh, i've been doing a lot of traveling for work still got a lot more travel to go and so just trying to having our schedules uh align was also being an adult we're like hey how about Next month, like ah, yeah, I, I would, but you know, <laughs> I remember like we, me and you had to talk about something important, yeah. And the only time we had is you taking me to the airport. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's that's how life <laughs> so is. That's how life is at this point. It's like you got a minute, uh, on you the way drop to the me airport. Off real quick yeah. if you want. <laughs> that's the only time I got right now. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, adulting is adult. It's 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 doing its thing. For real. Um, but as you guys have already seen on socials, uh, I'm going on a <clears throat> podcast tour this April. Oh. Woo! And we wanted to talk about that. Long time coming. Long time coming. We're going to talk about how things came to be, the vision behind the tour, mm-hmm. the heart behind the theme, the reason behind the guests, uh, all of that. We're going to yeah. talk about all of that. But before we do, um, I know there's a lot more of you guys who listen on Spotify and Apple than you do on YouTube. And for our Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud listeners, listen, I actually post more content on YouTube, Mm -hmm. not because I favor YouTube, but because I'm trying to get more traction on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, we've been building for the last year and a half seriously. Um, And we've been on Spotify, Apple and SoundCloud for this April will be six years. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage everybody who's just listening via audio. Yo, find us on YouTube, Shaping the Culture. Real easy. Subscribe on there. We want to we want to see you guys on YouTube and grow that platform. And again, we post more content on YouTube than we do on Spotify, Apple and SoundCloud. Yeah. Again, it's not because we show favoritism. It's just that we're trying to move our audience over to YouTube. 
And so if you're listening to this, please follow us on YouTube. And then in addition to that, um, yeah, we, uh, we've got big plans this year for YouTube. So the Very tour, big. a lot of what we're going to do on the tour will be highlighted on the YouTube channel. So if you want to be engaged with what happens on the tour, YouTube is the place to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I have to get that out the way. Your announcements. The announcements are done and finished. Um, are you done or are you finished? That's you remember the question it? of the day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this tour, it's a long time coming. Mm -hmm. Three years in the making. So I'm doing... Third time's a charm. Third time's <laughs> I'm doing this episode with Parker because he's, he's, uh, he's been in the trenches with me for a while. Same with Yoni. Yoni knows as well how long I've been wanting to do this. The idea first came to me in 2020. Yeah. Praise God. COVID shut that down. I said, praise God. <laughs> and then, uh, things just kept happening. And I, uh, yeah, I want to actually hear it from your perspective. I'm, I can yeah. share where I'm coming from, but when I first pitched the idea, <laughs> cause we had a very, very important conversation at Buffalo Wild Wings of yeah. all places. Where, where most of our good conversations come from. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember, I don't know if frustrated is the right word. That might be too strong of a word. But I remember you were just kind of like, bro, you just got to do it. Yeah, frust <laughs> frustrated is, is, a, is a strong it's word. A strong I would word. say. You weren't happy, though. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm someone who, I'm just like, okay. And this, it took time for me to get to this point. But someone who's just like, whatever I have, whatever cards are dealt, I'm going to make it work. It gotcha. might not look the best. Yeah, yeah. And there's, but there's, there's always room to grow because yeah. everything that is large and fancy and flashy and that has all these resources. Starts small. Yeah. It starts small. Yeah. So, yeah, you're like, oh, maybe I'll do this or that. And I'm just like, bro, just, <laughs> just do it. Man. Like, just yeah. e everybody has to have a story. Like, this is, yours is already started. Just take what you have and go and with it. Run with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. And, um, I'll be honest, like I wanted to do this tour earlier, but yeah, I got the, I let the analytics get in the way. I let, you know, what, you know, the fear of what will not happen or the fear of what would happen mm -hmm. get in the way. Yeah. Both, both are pretty dangerous to meditate on. Um, and just second guessing myself, you know, all the little insecurities mm -hmm. that come with trying to put something like this on. Yeah. And I kept pushing it. And then um, I had the confidence in 2021 to do a live show in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me not do a tour, but let me do a live show with Ruslan. Mm -hmm. And then life hit for me. Um, literally everything, my whole life changed in a span of a month and a half, mm. two months, like August to October. Uh, 2021 for me, just the initial, he was going through it. Yeah. Yeah. Very traumatic. And then, you know, the thing with trauma is you got to deal with the news of what's happening. And then you got to deal with the realities of that new, this newfound reality yeah, and the effects that it has on you, on me, family, life, pairs, everything. And yeah. so, I was just not in the right place to put. I, so I reached out to Ruslan. He was gracious. He understood. But when I reached back out to do this tour, he, he was game for it. But yeah, that was uh, kind of the journey. I, I kind of envisioned it in 2020, let insecurities, the fears of what if, what not, get in the way. And then I, I tried to take a stab at it, took one small step, and then life 
took a big step, <laughs> smacked me around as, as it does, as it does. And then um, last year, so 2022, I let you guys know in the fall, I'm going to do a tour in 2023. Mm-hmm. And I started entertaining it on social media and just putting out Instagram. Hey, if we did a tour, would you come? Hey, what cities would you want this to, to be at? Mm. And the response was overwhelming. I just want to, I just want to say thank you guys so much for the support. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to speed through this because I can get emotional thinking about it. But just y'all are, y'all are for real riders. Y'all listen, y'all engage. Like you guys DM me your whole thought on the episodes, your response, your your critiques, your frustrations, your joys. And I was like, man, people are really invested in the content that we're producing. Yeah. It might not be a lot of people, but with the people that we do have, it's special. Mm-hmm. And so it made me all the more want to bring this to them. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times when people talk about how they feel listening to the podcast, they they say that they're in the car, they're in their room, and they're talking back. Mm. And, and they're responding to maybe what the guest has to say, maybe something I have to say. And I was like, wow, what would it feel like to be in the, not separate, but be in the same room as the listeners Mm -hmm. and get that real life, real time response Mm -hmm. and also have an opportunity for people to engage, right? So it's not just them talking back to their stereo or their headphones, whatever it is, but it's like, no, no, no. Like I get to actually hear some of your thoughts and we get to all grow from your perspective because like we say every episode, this is just meant to get the conversation started. And so I don't have all the answers. The guest doesn't have all the answers. Why don't we include the listeners in and get more perspective and Mm. hopefully be shaped a bit more, be refined a bit more shaping the culture. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, and grow from that experience. And so, yeah, I was moved a, because people are supporting for real, for real. I mean, I have friends from college that I haven't talked to in years that will wow. DM me and be like, hey, bro, keep going. That up. Yeah. I'm like, you listen? Right. <laughs> you can't answer a text, but you listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not even true. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in years and you, uh, you know, just rant like people that I would never think would listen to the podcast. Yeah. And so really encouraged by that. And so I was like, let's bring it to them. And it's something that I'm seeing happen outside the Christian community. Mm. So I've seen podcasts go on tour. Like, I don't know if you know um, Duvall and Kadeem. I might might have seen a clip. I don't recognize the name. I can't say the full title on this platform, but they've gone on tour. I know uh, I Am Athlete has done some pop-up shows. Yeah, I've just seen different podcasts do this. Yeah. I haven't really seen it happen in the Christian community. Mm. And uh, I think for the guests that we have and the vision that we're trying to pursue, I think it's uh, worth taking a stab at. And I think yeah. it'll be revolutionary and I think it'll be different. And so, yeah. yeah, I'm really excited about this tour. How do you feel about this tour? I'm excited, bro. I think, uh, and you've seen this, I'm someone who ideas are cool. I get moved by like results and like seeing stuff. So I think that like when we talk about, hey, let's do this, let's have this tour to such and such. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm down. Let me know what you need. But now that we're like the posters done, we're seeing yeah. people get tickets. We have yeah. 
flights booked. We're like, okay, yeah. we got to get the venue. We got to get this. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh man, this is, this is real. All right. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and you had even shared some stuff yesterday. Um, yeah. Just about like some of the favor that you've had and some of the um, access you've been able to have and the buying you've had from people. Um, so I'm excited, bro. And I think too, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, even though the original idea was three years ago, I think that in the time that has passed, mm. um, like you've gotten better as a podcaster, you've gotten you. more connections, you've, mm. your reach has grown, you have a stronger audience, even the relationships with some of the guests that you're bringing has gotten deeper be- as mm. time has passed. Mm. So I feel like now to say, Hey, KB, Preston, I mean, can you guys help me out with such and such? Even, uh, SL, I know you guys are tight um, because that relationship has developed over time because of events that we've had them come out to at church or like whatever the case may be, um, that relationship has deepened. So it's now not just, uh, hey, can I book this guest? It's like, hey, friend, you want to come out and help me out with such and such and we can like grow even more. I can benefit from your platform. I can do all these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that even though things got delayed, uh, I was going to say did didn't get denied. I'm not going to do that. You're about to preach. I, I was, but I'll, I'll say that for another day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even though things did get pushed back um, in that time, you weren't like, um, oh, my dreams are crushed. I can't do whatever. You're like, all right, cool. Well, let me double down on what I'm doing. Yeah. Let me learn how to do YouTube shorts. Let me yeah. do more reels. Let me get better at this. Let me upgrade this. Let me get a better intro. Let me do yeah. all these different things. So buy another mic. Buy another mic. Hey, man, listen. Leveled up from last year, bro. Yeah, we, yeah. we weren't doing this before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited. I'm excited to see like um, just the impact that this has like on the ground because I think it's one thing to see numbers and statistics at the end of the year and like after episodes and stuff and all those things are great. It's another thing to see the physical people and be able to like right. meet people and hear their stories and see people in the room and feel the energy and hear people laugh at the jokes that everybody's right. making and. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I'm I'm excited, bro. I think it's going to be a good time. And I feel like it's it's a it's just a marker. Like it's a milestone because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who start stuff and don't finish it. They don't <laughs> start their first episode. Some people don't make it to 10. Some yeah. people don't make it to the 100 mark. Yeah. And some people who do, they're not doing podcast tours, not to compare, but just to say that um, this isn't common. Right. So to see something to be done um, at whatever scale and with the level of excellence um, and the resources that we do have. Uh, I'm excited, bro. I think it's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, and I mean, you said a lot that it's a great segue to maybe articulating what the win is for me. Yeah. Um, the win for me is not, you know, hey, let's let's like sell out. So ideally, it'd be nice to sell out. So we're hoping to get 100 guests come out for every show, 100, 150. I already know DC might go. The way the ticket sales have been going in DC. DC and Texas are going crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to move just off principle of like support. <laughs> I um, I I shouldn't say which city I'm most excited for, but, but the way that yes, these ticket sales I, I'm, are I'm going, say what cities I'm excited for. <laughs> uh, DC looks, and I'm trying to home team, hometown, Minneapolis. We got step it up. <laughs> let me, let, let's just take a second here because we got to talk about this. This let's will just start. be a quick. We will take a left and bring it right back around. Yeah, All right, yeah. quick detour. Quick detour. We got to show support, okay? <laughs> because for whatever reason, and maybe it's the circles that I'm in yeah. or, like, the the areas that I decide to pursue, it just seems like a lot of other places we're really great at, like, supporting, like, things that are getting off the ground. Mm-hmm. But, like, Minnesota, bro, mm. 
I remember Kevin on stage came here. This isn't to be down in Minnesota. I, this is just a frustration. So we just go let it out. Uh, yeah, maybe I feel like you got out. something going Listen, on on man. the inside. I remember wanna... Kevin on stage came here. And We're here. not even talking about shaping the culture anymore. We're, We're talking not. about we gonna we gonna bring it back. We are gonna bring it back. You know what? I'm I'm gonna save the story for another time. Come on stage. Sure. We are. You already said. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When Kevin Sage was here, he he was having a really hard time like selling shows, and people would show up at the last minute. Yeah. But he was just like, you know, Minnesota, I'm not coming back here, because y'all y'all don't buy tickets in advance, so it's too much stress for me uh, to have to put y'all on the list. So all that to say, when you're like Minnesota, I'm like, nah, bro. If it's the home <laughs> state, this is where we do that. We got to do better. <laughs> we got to do better. Yeah, I, I think of uh, isn't that Joseph's boy? <laughs> Jesus couldn't do any miracles in his hometown. No, no, no. Minneapolis, y'all show so much support. They do. They, uh, do. they do. They show love. We just buy our tickets late, not in advance. We do. But wherever you are, that. Dallas, Houston, LA, DC, buy your tickets in advance because it helps us plan better. Mm-hmm. It helps us execute better. Uh, buying tickets in advance goes a long way. But yeah, if I were to say a, a city I'm most looking forward to right now, DC's looking right. Looking DC's good. looking looking great um and so really looking forward to all the cities but or when my win is not selling out every show um i had said this in the last episode we recorded i'm willing to go negative for this tour um this for me the win is not about selling out to the win win is not about you know uh you know getting my money back or making a little bit some that i can invest back in the podcast the win for me is that whoever shows up walks away edified, mm. walks away uh, encouraged and full of uh, vision for their life, vision for their faith, vision for um, the gifts that God has given them. Mm. Um, the theme of the tour is stand firm. And it's multifaceted, standing firm in the calling that God has placed on the inside of you and standing firm in the faith. Um, the last two, three years we know have been difficult on many, many levels. I mean, our world has changed, it's changing, and it's continuing to change. And in the midst of change, you know, that has impacted the Christian faith, that has impacted the church. And I just have had some hard, I mean, like from a pastor perspective, from a friend perspective, uh, I've just seen a lot. And um, this, this tour is a rally cry. This tour is about gathering people together to be encouraged to continue one more day, to step up in their call just one more time, to step up in their faith one more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really where my heart is at. And the reason why I even picked the guest that I picked, we can get into why in a second, because there's vision and purpose behind even that. Like Mm -hmm. if, if this was about selling tickets, I think the roster would have looked different. Sure. Not to say the roster isn't great because the roster is looking right. Uh, <laughs> God sent favor there. Mm-hmm. But I intention- intentionally picked these people for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of the vision behind the tour to stand firm. And my, my heart's cry is that when people leave the show, they just want to love on God all the more. Or they leave in a greater knowledge of God's love for them. Yeah. Um, and that, that's the win for me. And so I, you know, whether it's 20 people in the room, 30 people in the room, 50 people in the room, a hundred, hundred, whoever comes, I want them to leave knowing that Jesus loves them yeah. and that, and, and it inspires them to love them all the more. 
um, to stand firm. And so I, uh, I'm really excited about that. And uh, I kind of wanted to ask you, I mean, we're going to see this throughout the next couple of months as we promote the tour, what it's looked like to stand firm Mm. areas and pockets where we haven't stood firm and maybe the hurdles and obstacles that hinder us from standing firm. So I just kind of wanted to ask you, like even in your own journey, the last three years, what's what's that been like? I mean, you know, you're a musician as well. You're an artist. uh, You're in the faith. You're a leader. You serve with your gifts. Like how have you kept the faith in the, in the seasons that we've, we've shared collectively as a nation and even on an individual level? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think the, the biggest way has just been like through God and his grace mm. that shows itself in a lot of different areas. Yeah. Um, I think one has been through, um, friendships, the relationships that I have. Yeah. Um, I think I find, uh, rest and comfort when people around me are also going through something yeah. because it, it doesn't make, it makes me feel and reminds me that, um, I'm not alone yeah. in what I'm going through. Yeah. So being able to share, um, burdens, prayers, frustrations, and be like, man, I feel you. Cause that's where I was at last week. And yeah. well, now I did such and such. Yeah. Um, even if there's no solution to offer, just having people around me that can support me and help comfort me and that I can, um, just share my heart with, right. uh, is really cathartic. Mm. Um, consistency, mm. um, just keep moving forward. Mm. Um, I think that, um, I'm someone I enjoy just, I'm very much just like, okay, I just got to keep going no matter what I got to keep going. Yeah. Um, and that, that I can do that to my detriment sometimes. Mm. Um, but also I think it can be beneficial because, um, we're always going to have issues that come up right. in life in any and every area. Um, so having the mindset of like, man, this is, this is trash. This sucks, but I, I still got to get this work done. Right. I still got to send in this assignment. I still have to get this done for church. Um, and part of it is just a responsibility of, even though this is what I'm feeling, there are this, what I'm working on could help somebody else. This could be benefiting somebody else. Um, so just because I feel something doesn't mean that other people aren't able to still get blessed by the work that God is doing through me. Right. Um, so friends, consistency, mm. um, and I think like, yeah, I, I would say those are the two biggest things that I see like God working through. Um, I, I, I would say, man, the, the, even the first one, cause I can resonate with that a lot community. Mm. Um, I think of Hebrews, the author is writing to a persecuted church, mm-hmm. losing their homes, being thrown into prison. They're about to be set on fire and killed for the gospel. Mm. And in light of all the persecution, they're like, nah, I'm good, man. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to be a part of this. I'm not following the way anymore. Yeah. You know, I want to go back to what was easier. And the author is like, yo, he gives them chapter after chapter of reasons why they should continue and that Jesus is worth it. He's worthy of their worship, worthy of their life, worthy of their sacrifice. And one of the chapters he talks about, uh, not, he says, do not give up on meeting with one another. As long as it is called today, let us encourage one another. And I, I think I just mixed two verses in one, actually. There's a one part where he says, don't give up on me. Do not get in the habit of meeting of some have gotten to the habit of mm-hmm. and then there's another as long as it is called today let us encourage one another mm-hmm. and it's so fascinating that he says one of the ways in which you will continue in the faith is by gathering yeah the ecclesia it's literally the gathering right mm-hmm. to come together 
and to worship. There's something supernatural about, I think in our culture, we put so much emphasis on the sermon, yeah. the worship, mm-hmm. not recognizing that what keeps and sustains us is just the fact that we're together, yeah. that there are other believers that are singing the same song as us, mm-hmm. that serve the same God as us, that need the same word as us, yeah. and we are all in this together. I mean, you know, I, I heard one podcaster once say, I think that's why concerts are so powerful. Mm-hmm. That's why sports games are so powerful, yeah. is because we have all gathered for one reason, mm-hmm. and so. there's something unique about when Usher is in Vegas doing his show and we're all singing his songs and we all know it and we feel a way about it and it takes us back to a certain season in our lives and we're all singing at the top of our lungs Mm -hmm. and there's just like, whoa, the unity around this catalog is powerful. Mm -hmm. Me and and friend Elias, we went to go see the Vikings play the Colts. Mm -hmm. That was a dynamic game to go to. It was like thousands and thousands and thousands of people coming for one reason and one reason only. It's to cheer on the Minnesota Vikings. Mm -hmm. And I was, by the end of it, I was hugging and high-fiving strangers, yelling and celebrating with people I have have no context for. But like what what brought us together was this one. And I think we just, I think we, we have taken for granted the power of meeting Mm. and how when friends gather at a B-dubs or at a coffee shop or at an apartment or in a church that our souls are being fed. Yeah. That it's not, yeah, sure. Maybe it might be a revelation that was shared. Maybe it was a bridge of a song that really got us to, but like, it's also, the fact that we're all in this together yeah. and uh, there's something powerful about coming together in a way that helps us as a way to help us to stand firm mm-hmm. in, in the faith. And so I I'm, I'm with you and I resonate with you. I know what has helped me stand in the firm has yeah. also been community mm-hmm. has been friendships. It's just people doing life with me, yeah. people hanging out with me, uh, people speaking life into me, uh, people reminding me who I am, mm-hmm. people being patient with me. Uh, people pointing me in the right direction. All of that has really served in great ways to keep me going. Yeah. Um, and I think to that point, um, a key part of all those things of when somebody's pointing you in the right direction, when they're pouring into you, when they're encouraging you, yeah. there is a piece where you have to own that. Yeah. And you have to believe for yourself and you have to decide, Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um, because I think that it's one Good. thing to, it's, I've, I've been, I've been on both sides where someone might be trying to pour into me and I'm just like, man, I'm not trying to hear that. Right. And then that's not the thing that keeps me stuck, right. but it certainly doesn't help me move forward. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. And I've been on the opposite end where I try to encourage someone in something. And we've talked about this uh, maybe like a month or two ago um, where there was some, a friend of ours was going through something and we were both just kind of like, man, I, I want to just like pour in and say, Hey, you can do this. You can do that. But if you don't believe that, mm-hmm. if that's not something that you've, um, processed and worked through, and you're like, you know what? This is who I am. I can give you analogies. I can give you metaphors. I can give you examples until I'm blue in the face. Uh, but if there's not the ownership, if there's not the mentality of, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going, mm-hmm. it's not pointless, but it's not as effective as it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's two things that come to my mind. I think of that person who is lame in the scriptures, mm-hmm. and his he didn't have faith. But his friends had faith for him. So they carried him on a mat to where Jesus was at. Mm -hmm. They get to the crib. I mean, the house is packed. There's lines outside the door. 
And, you know, in my opinion, that would have been a good time to say, we tried. Yeah. I preached. I served. Mm -hmm. I encouraged. I put you on a stretcher yeah. and carried you. Mm -hmm. I didn't put you in the back of my Volkswagen. Right. I carried. I walked we for walked. miles yeah. to get you help. Mm -hmm. I did what I can, bro. And mind you, they got to walk back. <laughs> hey, we, so, we read that verse. Yeah. Put that one in <laughs> so I was like, but just this like decisiveness of, nah, we're not going anywhere to mm -hmm. tell our friend yeah. is healed. So they get creative. I love lack. Lack, you know, as a church planter, we talk about this all the time. This is the, this is the world we live in. You know, uh, uh, scarcity is breeding ground for innovation. Oh, yeah. It is. Like, you don't have anything. We got to make it work. got to make it work. We don't have a budget. Let's let's put some things together. Mm -hmm. Let's. I mean, this is shaping the culture. Has it not been just making it work with what we got until one we mic had passing yeah. it around the table? <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't know. Y'all who've been following shaping the culture since day one, man. We used to have a snowball mic and just. <laughs> oh, you got something like to say? A, like a twenty, like a twenty-five dollars snowball mic, just put it in the middle of the room, and <laughs> everybody just speak to it or what have you. Uh, and so, before the video switcher, before the roadcaster, hmm. before. Before these two guys, mics, before I always, I know, I, I call these a breakfast club mics. <laughs> uh, but anyways, scarcity is breeding ground for innovation. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, no, 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 no. Our friend needs a healing. Yeah. They climb the house. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how they did that. I mean, it's, it's like, I, I don't even know how to climb to the roof of my house alone, not caring anybody. Let alone, like, we got to figure this out with, yeah. with a guy in a mat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just next level. They get on top, and then they have the audacity to sew into, or I don't know, they just ripped the roof off. They, they broke into the house. They destroyed They destroyed the house. The property that was not their own. No. They said, it doesn't, we don't, we don't bust this down. It's like, do you have this, does this guy have insurance? We don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm going to risk it all yeah. for this guy's face. And then he, they lower him down. Long story. I mean, you guys know the story. The Bible says their their faith has healed you. He doesn't point to the man who yeah. was lame. It was their friends. So to your point, I think it's both. And I think, like, yeah, that's true. There, there, there's got to be a decisiveness. I think about that one uh, Sunday school song, I have decided mm -hmm. to follow Jesus. I have decided. That was a jam. But one thing I love about that song is, you know, come hell or high water. Yeah. I Like, if no one goes with me, I'm looking to the cross. I'm not looking back. Yeah. I have decided. Mm -hmm. And I think as a generation, we've lost a sense of that. Mm -hmm. We were not planted. It's like, it's like I'm not, I'm not moving. Mm -hmm. I've made up my mind. Yeah. Jesus is God. There is no other way. And this is not blind faith. I'm not saying right. just go with the flow yeah. and just if things don't make sense to you, don't investigate or don't study or anything. Yeah. But like we we just have lost this art of standing firm. Mm. Just I've decided, and at the same time, walking with people who just have not made that decision. Yeah. 
Like, I think that's our responsibility, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think we, as the culture, Christian culture, have put arbitrary timelines on mm-hmm. people's, yeah. you know, yeah. salvation or when they'll return or when they'll get it. And it's just like, fam, it could be a year from now. Yeah. It can be 10 years from now. I may never see it. And I think, too, that <laughs> that's that's a bar. Go ahead. We you, might, no, I was, just, I was like, I heard what you said, and I was like, I got a little brief. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we might not. That's the sh- that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. I forgot. Yeah, you yeah, might come yeah. back to me. Anyways, all that to say, we uh, we're called to stand firm. We want to stand firm, and that's what this tour is about. And this tour is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get into the guest list real quick. I remember. Go ahead. Uh, I think part of what makes our culture um, a little bit wishy-washy or yeah. sometimey uh, <laughs> is uh, I think also we have a lot of options. Uh, so I think that it's easier to not commit to something when when there's the idea of something that could be better right. or something that could be easier. Right. And I think that that contributes to like just make the decision. It's like, oh, well, what if? Like that for me, that's a big challenge. Is like, I would do this, but it, there's probably something that's a little bit better. Right. But like that's that's gonna be a never ending cycle. Yeah. That was it. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Options on every level. Church options. Church, friends, relationships, houses, jobs, career. Cities. Cars. Yeah. It's It's endless. And so we are. What's the word I'm looking for? We are. Triforce? (laughs) Yeah. We're just held hostage by options. I think having options is not doing us any good. It's actually slowing us down yeah, it makes it, it makes it a lot more complicated a lot more complicated yeah and so i mean honestly we can go on, and on. having options being indecisive not having community we could talk about trauma i had a conversation with a friend of mine about this recently very rarely do we talk about how trauma is a factor in why people are having a hard time trusting jesus mm-hmm. And going through some of the things I've gone through, especially the last couple of years, I yeah. get it. I get it. Jesus, I, I, you know, I saw something I never saw before. You know, oftentimes before Jesus responds, the scripture says he would see what was in their heart hmm. and then he would respond. So he wasn't just hearing what they said. Good. He was looking at the heart behind what was being said before yeah. responding. And I think you know, in our apologetics, there's no room for that anymore. It's mm. strictly how do I meet you on an intellectual level? Yeah. How do I meet you on a philosophical level? How do I meet you on a scientific level? Not understanding that we are nuanced individuals, complex individuals, yeah. dynamic individuals, mm-hmm. and there is way more to what we're saying, whether we know it or not. Yeah. There are underlying issues there that need to be addressed Mm -hmm. because very often what I've found to be true is what we're saying is not all that we're saying. And what we're saying is really the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. and it's rooted in something much deeper, whether we know it or not. In our church, we're going through the book, uh, emotionally healthy spirituality. And we're, I mean, in our home groups and our about, like we're having honest and real conversations about, Mm -hmm. yo, there are some things that we haven't even investigated within ourselves. They are family of origin stuff that, mm-hmm. <laughs> fam, I, 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 I <laughs> you know, because sometimes we're like, just, 
you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and yeah. change your life, not yes. knowing that you're you're like fighting against a generational curse. Like this is something yeah. that your father dealt with. This is something your great grandfather, your your uh, grandfather dealt with. This yeah. is like you you're not you're not new to this struggle. It's been in your blood. It's been a yeah. temptation for it, generations. Like it gets instilled because when you when that happens generationally, yes. it gets taught whether you know it or not. Whether so that you're you know. carrying what great grandpa Joe heard yes. about from such and such. Yes. And now you have to dealing with him, his yes. son, his son, and your dad. Yes. And now you are, you're, you're having to carry all of that. Yeah. And if you never explore like, huh, why do I go off when someone says, Hey, <laughs> don't help me. Why, do, why, do, why does that make me go off? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it takes work to like, it's, it takes time and work. It yeah. takes the Holy spirit. And yeah. Therapy. It's not, it's not just you. No. Like, you know how people are like, Oh, that's just who I am. No, no. <laughs> no stop <laughs> It's not just, bro, this has been passed down. Yeah, like, this is all y'all. <laughs> this is not just you. This is all y'all. All y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Grandpa Joe and all. It's, it's, it's mama and them. Yeah. And so all that to say, man, like I don't want to oversimplify the cultural context we find ourselves in in the church. That's why you should come to the tour because we're going to try to get as deep as possible. And this, this is what I'm excited about now going through going to present the guests that are coming yeah. so for the la show we've got ruslan mm-hmm. big dog Man, we're gonna talk about ruslan in a second here i'm just gonna i got something to say about all these guys texas dates houston and dallas we've got so the og legendary if you don't know about so you sleep you sleep you just got here and <laughs> you want to talk about sync licensing mm. you want to talk about being set up for life Set up for life. Hey, so Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, right? That's so not going on tour ever again. <laughs> said I'm good. Want to talk about DC? We got Preston Perry. One of the goats. Come on now. And then for the hometown show, we've got <laughs> Southside Rabbi. We've got none other than Eli- KV. Elijah Smooth himself. <laughs> I mean the Dream Hudson. Oh my gosh! Listen, let me tell you why we picked these guests. It's layered. It's layered. On one end, because of the gravity of the theme for the tour, I wanted people that were capable, people that were experienced, people well-read, well-versed with scripture and culture, people that are committed to their local church. All these guys I just mentioned. Talk about it. They're not just these Christian artists, Christian YouTubers, apologists. These men are in their church every Sunday, serving their church, leading Bible studies, right? So, like, it would be, it's like, you know, if we're going to have this tour and encourage people to be planted in their church and bring on guests that aren't planted in their Mm -hmm. church, would it make sense, right? Secondly, these guys, to me, um, have represented a lot of what Christian values I see missing in Christian culture. Hmm. So trying to figure out how much to say, what not to say. That's bro, we can edit stuff. <laughs> so the last couple of years I've gotten the chance to be in some rooms, have some conversations. You have been with me on some of these conversations. <laughs> Don't laugh, bro. <laughs> Let's just say it's bad out here in these streets, man. Yes, man. Don't believe everything you see, everything you read. Your favorite worship leader. I don't know, man. That song might be the only thing that they're leading. 
they're not leading their life. The quiet time. Uh, hey, bro, say their name. Nah. <laughs> nah. Pastors, uh, Christian artists. I've just been exposed to a lot and I've seen a lot. And it's been disheartening, to mm. say the least, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I was talking to Micaeus about this. We had him on the podcast not too long ago. We didn't really talk about this on air, as off air. But, you know, we grew up in a very innocent context in the Ethiopian church. I know for the longest I used to resent that. But I felt like it was my salvation mm. because... I was hidden from a lot of what Christian culture is all about. Yeah. Like I, when I would see, you know, you know, I'm, you know, Hillsong, you know, blowing up, I really believed that was a move of God mm -hmm. and not to say it wasn't, but it was also a business and there was strategy mm. and there was a budget behind and there was a, like there was, this game plan behind it. And so, and not to say I'm against any of that because, you know, as we're planning this podcast tour, yeah. there's strategy. It costs money. It costs money. I get it. But I just didn't know how much of that was running the show. Like what was, like you didn't know that that was, for a lot of people, that was their their goal. Was that like was how it. much money can we make? How many people can we get in the door as opposed to yeah. what do we need to do to accomplish what God has placed in my heart? It yes. was more so like, okay, people come get say whatever, but like, how do we steward the burden that God has given right. us? How do we steward right. this vision that we received and how do we make it an authentic move of God mm -hmm. and not just this money grab right. or this power grab, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, you know, me and Mikhail was talking about, man, I'm so glad that that was my upbringing but as I've been more and more exposed to like what goes on behind the scenes, yeah. these brothers that are coming on the tour, I can honestly say have shown me through time that they're not about that life. Mm. They could care less for that stuff, that their platform, their influence is God given. Not to say other people's aren't, mm. that this is a whole nother, con I just saying like, I've spent some time with these guys and some more than others, mm. but they love Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? They love Jesus for real. Yeah. And um, that's who, the spirit I wanted on this tour. Like I wanted people that truly wanted to communicate God's heart with no other agenda than I want to see people's lives changed and transformed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the conversations I've had with some of them behind closed doors and what their heart beats for what they're um you know i think about ruslan who is just committed to making a difference in the youtube space yeah. and this man he studies he reads like his interviews he's so prepared for um he really is planted in his church he has accountability i mean he even talks about this in his videos like he'll have people pour into him and be like you should take that video down you weren't charitable here. Mm. You were unfair there. Yeah. Hey, this is not like I just recently. I, I don't know what episode I was listening to, but he was talking about how, you know, he, he used to have. Um, what's that? Marcus Rogers come on and yeah. stuff like that. They All would those uh, debates. Yeah. And he he just came on recently on a, on an episode to be like, uh, I don't want to do that anymore. That doesn't help the kingdom. Mm. He's like, yeah, these debates, they all they do is 
create more tension, more sides. If 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 me and Marcus are gonna have a conversation, it's gonna be in yeah. the studio, mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be a debate. I'm like, yo, what what per like, and he knows like that could get him views, clicks. I mean, this is the era we live in, and for that to be his heart, you know, and he's somebody who's unafraid of culture. Yeah. He is someone who's not afraid to confront culture. Like Ruslan, don't care, bro. No. <laughs> no. He is. He does not care. He'll go toe to toe with anybody, with anyone, and like challenge, and not just sit there. He'll challenge them. He'll be like, yeah. no, but what about this? I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Literally, when he uh, had that debate with Rolo, with the Godfather of Red Pill. Mm-hmm. First of all, Ruslan read his books, came in, and was like, "Let me tell you how you misunderstood the gospel." Yeah. Let me tell you where you missed it. And I'm disappointed that you didn't present this piece of the gospel or you're not being fair to this side of the gospel. And it's just like, yo, he's not he's not on his tippy toes mm-hmm. trying to make sure he doesn't ruffle any feathers yeah. or anything like that. He He's like, no, 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 no. Like, I believe in God and I believe that the word of God can go toe to toe with anybody. Yeah, very confident. And he's but and he's also like someone of character. Of and those, character. those things don't have to go opposite of each other he plays the, he has both like hand in hand very well yeah and with all these guests i can give a personal story of how they've personally encouraged me and i won't do that i mean for, for ruslan specifically i remember he one day followed me on twitter i, I did uh, he was uh, he was asking questions for his followers i like tuned in i was like hey i've got a question we connected there and then um he didn't have to do this but he's like hey i, I didn't know this but i've actually watched a couple of your videos before you you got something good here keep going Mm. that went so like that that for me put wind under my sail for another year bro (laughs) just like whoa somebody like and that's i've learned you never know who's watching you know people won't always tell you but you just never know who's watching right and so ruslan talk about that so oh my gosh bro so is one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet and he just has a love for the Lord. He cares deeply about God's kingdom. He cares deeply about God's word. He cares deeply about God's people. He's plugged into his local church, serving his church. And he's just someone I really value what he brings to the table because he is someone that is, he he embodies the whole, uh, I'm going to mind my own business. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's him. He's like, I'm going to just drink my tea. Mm-hmm. Eat this jollof rice. <laughs> Work hard. Be faithful with what God has given me. And I'm going to stay out of it all. Yeah. Like he's not someone that is looking for clicks. He's not someone who's looking for. He's just, he loves God. He knows his mission and he's, he's going after it. And man, to leave, to lead a quiet life when you've got influence is so to me is inspiring on yeah. many levels. Right. Mm-hmm. And as so someone who has constantly encouraged me, um, you know, we actually talk quite a bit, you know, whether it's DMS or text and, and man, like I just really love his heart for God. And, mm-hmm. and he is someone who's also serious about standing firm in the faith. He's just not about it. You yeah. know, he's not about the foolishness. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to enjoy his perspective. And then you've got Preston Perry who's coming. What what can't you say about Preston? Preston is dope, man. 
what can I say? What can I say about Preston? So Preston is genuine, man. Let me tell you something I learned about Preston recently. Preston is not about the celebrity life at all. <laughs> like even and you're laughing because uh, you were at one of the conversations. Like I've heard many conversations with, with Preston. He he's not he's not with it, bro. He doesn't care. But but like it's because like he has such a genuine love for like the body and like yeah. to teach and to yes. equip and defend the faith. And, yes. Like, for people who are just like do it for the platform. He's just like, he's not about it. I'm not. Yeah. And I think because like, he's also like a super wise person, super yeah. knowledgeable. And he just has like this old soul. And he's just like, y'all, y'all just stop. Stop. Yeah. The foolishness. yeah. So but yeah, I've, I've seen that like in his content, but even in conversations that I've been able to like, uh, listen to, I'm just like, oh, he like, he loves the Lord for real. Yeah, I mean, he prays for discernment. I don't know, like, I don't know how much I can share, but he prays for discernment with who to even work with in the Christian community. He's not just even saying as, yes. As he to just, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like, I am with all these guys learning the game. I'm being, you know, from afar. Just every time I have a conversation, being shaped and discipled and. And I, I never thought that would be like, yo, you got to really think through who to partner with. Mm -hmm. You, you got to really think through like who you want to attach yourself to. And he does that. And he's yeah. really like working through, praying through. All right. Is this healthy? Is this right? And that just blew my mind away that he's not an opportunist. No. He's not someone who's just for the bag. He is someone that's like, no, 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 no. Like I trust God with my career. God got me before this. God will get me after. And this is somebody that was plugged in discipled by Brian Dyer there's somebody who's submitted and um and he's bro like apologetics is his thing mm -hmm. like having this conversation about standing firm in the faith without Preston sounds crazy that to me. man will defend the faith De if nothing else <laughs> he will make sure Jesus' name is known and protected <laughs> exactly exactly and I can spend like an hour alone just talking about how he's encouraged me on a personal level and how hospitable he's been to me and things of that nature but we have Preston. And then last but not least, we've got KB and Amin. KB and Amin. They will uh, expand your vocabulary. <laughs> Let me, I got I to gotta set up for this one right here. Yeah, you got something, something to say. First of all, anybody who's been following for some time knows the love I've got for KB. I don't think anybody's got a question that. Yeah, we all know you love KB. Wonder about that. People know. Who's your guy, KB? There's a word there. Really love something people know about. Yeah, I, it's so funny actually. I'm gonna name drop Nahum. We were we were having a debate about futures legacy again. Again, me and him. That's just a constant debate we have. <laughs> and at one point, he's like, "I'm not gonna hear this from you. Hilarious. You're someone who put KB in your top five. I said, "Yo, <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect is my love for KB has been used against me, right? Mm. Uh, but." Bro, this man loves Jesus, his family, his wife, his kids, his community. Mm -hmm. Everything he does comes from that that re like being plugged in and planted. And every album of his that he's dropped, when it's dropped, has met me at a time in my life where I've needed it. Mm. I from the very beginning, I remember when the mixtape "Who Is KB" dropped. Yeah, y'all don't even know what that is. It's like me. Yeah, like day ones, no, but mm -hmm. there's a song on there called Enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, to this day, one of my favorite KB songs, actually. And 
bro, I remember that was a season in life where I wasn't doing the hot, so hot in, in school. I had some relational issues. I had some family issues, mm. financial issues. I mean, I was like a freshman in college. This like life was lifing. Yeah. And fam, when I tell you enough held me in that season, mm. even when my pockets ain't swell, doctors say all ain't well. I was like, how does he know what I'm going through right yeah. now? I don't want to show that you're enough. Show that you're enough. Show that you're enough. I, uh, do the, do the verses too, bro. Nah, I can't do that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my heart and my flesh may fail, but God is my portion forever. Mm. That verse was introduced to me through that song, and that song and that verse has kept me in many seasons, right? And, um, you know, they say never meet your heroes. I'm glad I met KB. Mm. Um, you know, Every time I've gotten around him, uh, I leave wanting more of God. You know, I leave wanting to study scripture more. I leave wanting to be more culturally competent. Mm. I leave wanting to be more financially. I, I remember like he, I've been to his studio a couple of times. And the second time he moved into a new space and he was giving me a tour of the facility like where the podcast is, where the studios are, mm -hmm. where the meetings be taking place, board meetings. He had native supply, and then he had just built out this, like, it's where he records a lot of his music videos now, this, like, facility mm -hmm. that uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's just, like, this studio space for music videos where yeah. people can come and rent it out. Mm -hmm. and, and then pulled in with a Tesla. And it wasn't even, like, stunting. I just yeah. was inspired by, like, yo... I want to spend my money like this dude. Mm. Like I want to, and I want to be business savvy like him. Like yeah. I want to, like because you usually get one or the other. You usually get people that are business savvy but don't love Jesus, or love Jesus who aren't business savvy. And I am, you know, I don't want to say that this is all of Christianity, but I just in my circle, I've yet to find that or that be a consistent trend. Mm. And just being in there, I was like, yo, this man. He because usually people who pursue money, bro. Yeah. Their faith usually takes is on the back burner, you know, but this man, like he, he uses money to advance the kingdom. Like he's yeah. like, yo, I, and, um, yeah, he inspires me on so many levels and, um, I just respect him as a person, forget Christianity, just as a person, yeah. as a rapper, mm. like just, if he wasn't Christian, just his pen game is out of this world. For people who don't like him, y'all just aren't listening. Like, y'all just, because if you actually, the triple entendres, the quadruple entendres. He, he can rap. Uh, did you say quadruple entendres? Where have you seen a quadruple entendres? I'll show you, bro. I, I think he's done it a couple of times. <laughs> he uh, said, I've only seen triple entendres. I've, I've, uh, show me. I got you. I got you. Um, he's just, as an artist, just mad respect. And then a mean, bro. That man's brain. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When he was here for the conference last year, yeah, I was like, man, I feel like I gotta study statistics, <laughs> politics, theology, Luther, history, every bro. I was just like, but he's like, yeah. <laughs> there were moments where I was like, I'm gonna be quiet, but he's he's a genuine dude, bro. Uh, here's here's the thing about a mean too. Like, he can he can get with the best of them intellectually, but then, bro. 
he can meet anyone anywhere. He's also a good time. He's not this. I'm so good. I'm too good for y'all, or I'm too smart for uh, y'all. He'll like assess the space and then adapt like a chameleon air. Mm-hmm. And so like a chameleon air. Yeah, <laughs> chameleon. chameleon. Sorry. I was thinking of the artist, the rapper. They see me rolling. He said, I doubt like a chameleon there. Chameleon there. Like a chameleon. Yeah. As one would say. <laughs> That's the insider with the mean. Um, and uh, yeah, bro, he just is genuine, loves yeah. Lord, passionate, good vibes. And so we had to bring him to the hometown show. And so as you guys can see, there is a lot of purpose behind who we've brought on. It's people that I, I feel like I've gotten a chance to build with. These aren't strangers to me. This, these aren't just people we're booking. Yeah. These are people that I have somewhat of a context for. And then secondly, in light of the vision for the tour, these are people that can complement that or speak to that or help really bring that to life or what have you. And so, yeah, because I, I had some people reach out like, oh, what about so-and-so? And I, somebody actually reached out. I was like, oh, are you going to have any woman on the roster? And maybe see like second round, like if this goes well and, you know, we can afford it and I don't go in the, in the red a second time. <laughs> we'll definitely continue to build, but yeah. Somebody once said dream big, start small. And so, and not to say these guests represent small at all. They're top tier on many levels, but um, yeah, I just, I would love to see it expand it and I would love to see it grow, mm-hmm. but this is what I'm trying to be, faithful over this is what i'm trying to steward with what i've got and what's been entrusted to me yeah. the relationships have been entrusted to me the finances have been entrusted to me and the and the subscribers and those that tune in you know how i want to uh, uh serve that and steward that well so yeah. that's it you have any other thoughts as to the vision for the theme the vision for the guests how the tour came to be what how we got here like what what what's what's on your mind what are you what are your thoughts uh i think one thing is that um, you're able to do this because this is something that you walk out and you've had to walk out and you, you will continue to walk out as far as standing firm. Um, I think Lord not just willing, in, willing. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, not just in, you know, life and finances, but also like just with, um, even the podcast. Cause there've been trips that we've gone on that, um, for the, the purpose that we intended was right. not met. And by that standard, the trip was like, kind of a waste of time yeah. there are things that we were able to learn and grow in right. but the trip is like man we could have spent this money differently we right. could have spent this time differently yeah, yeah. um there are episodes where you have i've been in the room where they ended up not working out there have been times that you spent with people and you're just like nah we're not don't hey bro don't even worry about editing this just delete yeah, it put it in the it. trash yeah. um <clears throat> and that's just the time that i've spent so to be doing to have been around the three years that i've been around but then know that there are three years before that mm-hmm. where um, whatever help that you did have or doing it by yourself, especially like I'm sure like in that first year, um, I'm sure that there are countless challenges, yeah. times where you're like, you know what, nobody's listening. I don't care. This is a waste of time. This isn't going anywhere. And I want to quit where you would have been like fully justified. Yeah. Um, but to still be like, you know what, let me just put out another one. Mm-hmm. Let me let me keep going. Let me try to reach out to this person. Let me send the email, see if I can get so-and-so. Okay, hey, they know so-and-so. Hey, I've, I've done one big interview. Let me let you... Be, be the second one for me. Right. Be, the, be the third. Um, mm. So I think, like, as you're talking about all these things, that's something that I'm thinking about is, like, everything that it took to get to this point. Um, mm. And it was it was God supporting you when you couldn't support yourself, not that we ever do mm. stuff ourselves. Yeah. But 
it was like God supporting you, working through you mm. to help you stand firm so that mm. six years later mm. you could be in a position where you're able to inspire other people to have conversations. Mm. So you're able to be the the content of somebody else's service, of a, of a youth program, of a conversation amongst friends that helps bring people back into the fold, right. inspires people to go out and evangelize, right. to, to still be black and own their blackness and their culture yeah. and own their faith, to save, to be financially wise, yeah. to have good relationships with people. Um, so those are all the things that I think about, and I think just, like, it's, mm. it's really cool to see mm. the fruit of, like, what God has placed on the inside of you mm. because we're not promised that. No. Um, so yeah. I think it's, it's always a blessing to see mm. um, not only growth but, like, impact. Mm. Um, so to go from a snowball mic with, Man. you know, you and five homeboys that you told to listen to it yeah. to now where it's like literally around the world yeah. and you're able to take an idea that got put on the inside of you and take that around the country yeah. um, mm. and like see it, see something that was, that wasn't tangible and see that come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Man. Thank you for sharing that. I'm humbled by those kind words. Um, you said something that stood out to me, you know, it's the impact, right? I, um, I don't know if shaping the culture has so much or too much or any really influence, but I will say it's had impact on people, mm. right? And if it's only 2000 people tuning in, I know it's impact. Like I, only. <laughs> I know I got to stop doing that. That's, that's real. It's because of where I'm trying to go. Every, yeah. 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 And that's why we're trying to get the listeners on YouTube because YouTube could get some love, man. I love to see 2,000 views episode. Um, and this is me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not content. I just don't want to be complacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the the impact, though, right, from the testimonies that I get, like the unsolicited, incur like mm -hmm. text and DMs and calls, this conversation radically changed my view on this or this conversation helped me go another day. Yeah. This conversation got me thinking about something I never thought about before. Or I, I even like, I don't only measure impact by that stuff. Also by people being rubbed the wrong way hmm. where people reach out and been like, this was, this yeah. was hard. I didn't like this mm -hmm. or I disagree. It's, you know, those kind of responses show me that people are invested. You know, if they didn't care, we didn't have, rub them the wrong way mm -hmm. and that's why i tried to i was having a conversation with some friends in la and they're like man i think your episodes are pretty safe and mm -hmm. i was like uh <laughs> it hasn't always felt that way yeah um but i thought about it, i was like yeah i do try to play it safe because i understand the impact um and i don't want to be mm -hmm. safe to play safe for first being safe just for the sake of being safe but like i'm i'm trying to figure out that line i don't want to be out here just to be out here because i know when people listen it could it could really right. you know and i've been humbled by that and so that's also another thing that's kept me going is the impact that this podcast and not influence but the impact that it's had and yeah. and uh, i'm excited to see what god does with this and this is a scary thing and i just maybe end this episode by encouraging people to step out in faith yeah. to do whatever god because you know when i put out january 1st we're going on a podcast tour these are the cities I had people be like, how about this city and that city? And I had mm -hmm. people, and the, the first day we put it out, the amount of tickets we sold blew my mind away. Day one, I was like, this is day one. Yeah. The, the, the tour is four months away. The one post about it. One post. Yeah. We haven't really started promoing like that. I actually, real quick, I'll, I'm going to be in Atlanta next week because I'm about to record a bunch of promo material with Matthew Hudson, 
who's the host. I didn't even show him love. Matthew Hudson is going to be yeah. hosting. That man is funny, bro. Hilarious. But we're going to record a bunch of funny content around standing firm. And so, anyways, I just had to, I had to say that. I had to put that out there. But, um, uh, yeah, just that one post and the response. And so, for whoever is tuning in, like, just do it. And it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be the best version. Yeah. But you can't get to your best version until you have a bunch of failed. It's got to be ugly first. It's got to be in ugly some, before it gets way, beautiful. Shape or form. Yeah. And I'm going to actually put this out there. This tour is not going to be probably my favorite. <laughs> it might be my favorite in that it was the first. Yeah. It might be my favorite in that I had people that I did it with that I loved. From the guest to, you know, we're... We're doing a whole documentary around this. You know, Yoni's leading worship on this tour. I've got friends coming out to a couple of cities just to support. Mm -hmm. You know, that that I get excited about that. But, like, I'm probably going to look back and be like, we could have done this better. Mm -hmm. I wish we had that. Maybe if we implemented this. I already know it, yeah. you know. And if it's not that way, I would be worried, right? Because it's, yeah. it's the first. But also, I think because you've because you have a exposure and because you'll have done it, right. that's what's going to give you like, okay, you know what? I don't want to book it this way. Let yeah. me book with this promoter because now I know next time, whatever, right. whatever. Right. But that only happens once you do it. Right. So there, there are certain things that even though you, there is a, there's a gap between where you are and yeah. where you want to be. Yeah. The way you start closing that is by just doing it right. because you have to figure that's it right. out. So certain things are going to close that gap a lot. Yes. Other things that might just be like one step yes but the reality of it is until you actually do it right nothing's going to change you're nothing. not going to learn how to get better so you yes you have to just just start just, just do it yeah do it like like nike said just do it just, just do it absolutely let's get a sponsorship one time <laughs> and that's what this tour is about just doing it and so man if you can come to the la houston dallas dc or minneapolis show buy a ticket mm -hmm. buy a ticket for your family or friends or just buy a ticket for you support really because this is what's going to help us do it better the next time you know yeah. and i'm always i'm bad at this promoting self and asking people to buy tickets and to share but if you're listening to this and you're moving and excited i mm -hmm. it would be yo like share it on your social media put it in the group chat tell your church about it uh do whatever you can to to, to make this a night to remember in your city yeah. so yeah thank you for having this conversation processing this podcast tour with me yeah thank you for having me on for bringing me on the tour it's gonna be a good time yeah look out for parker he's gonna be all over the room just he might be catching you i'm, I'm gonna be up in your space <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be in your grill i'll <laughs> all up in it yes, sir it'll be good man well thank y'all for tuning in and listening until next time family Peace and grace. Catching the meal like this ain't clout. This isn't real life. I got a real life crisis better than it ain't no doubt. I ain't got time to debate. This country to save. I can't stand Cuba. I pray.